Okay. Okay, so. <laughs> um, this is Deidre. And Kiera. And this is our first recording for our podcast titled Book Market. That's um, what we said a lot. <laughs> um, I thought that's what we said a Yeah, okay, okay. Now let's, I like it, let's do a book market. Okay, so in short... I wrote a little description. Uh, Bookmark is going to be a dialogue um, dissecting and reviewing um, mostly written literature, but also some playwrights and film that are primarily written by black writers. So we want to shed light on the amazing talent and skill of African-American writers, authors, and directors that may or may not be well known. Um, We hope you'll join us and we hope that you like what we have to say and Read or watch what we recommend because there are some good things that we're going to bring to the table. Yeah, hopefully some good things. Hopefully some good things. Hopefully, hopefully we only share the stuff that we like. But I know there's stuff that's gonna be trash. But we have to do it for the culture. For the culture <laughs> hashtag. We have to review it. Let you know whether you should support it or not. Yes. So things to look forward to today. We're going to be reviewing the play. For colored girls who have choreo cons- poem, choreo poem. It's very specific. Choreo poem. This is true. Um, which I didn't know what a choreo poem it was. I still kind of mm-hmm. don't, but I'm just using my context <laughs> clues. You know, my context clues. Yeah. Um, but for colored girls who have considered suicide when the rainbow is enough. Um, Say that again. For colored girls who have considered suicide when the rainbow is enough. Yes. Um, and in the coming weeks, we're going to be re- uh, reviewing Black Panther. Woo! And, and the book by Zora, Zora Neale Hurston, uh, Their Eyes Were Watching God. Yes. So that's just a few things to look out for. Mm-hmm. I'm super excited for that lineup. Um, yes. Zora Neale Hurston, I read her in high school. <clears throat> Their Eyes Were Watching God specifically. And I'm excited to get back into that again. And... And it was weird because I was, like, one of the only uh, black females in the class. Oh. Um, and so when I read that book, which is specifically for black females coming of age. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, it speaks to that more so, that demographic more so. Um, everybody else in this class was like, man, why are we reading this? Because a bunch of white people. Um, but I was like, I love this. This is the first time anything has ever spoken to my soul. <laughs> <laughs> So I was ex- excited. I was glad to read out loud for the kids because there is some like colloquialisms in there. Mm-hmm. Um, for sure. But Black Panther for sure. Man. Like, like we, so we were really going to do only literature. But because Black Panther is expected to be so hot. Yeah, we have to. We have to. We have to. There's no other. Like, what is there else to do? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, seriously, the hype has been since like. Almost the summer, maybe before that of last yes. year. Like it's been, it's been hyped. Two years. It's it's been hyped. So it yeah. And honestly, I'm afraid because we've hyped it up so much for so long. And if they come out and be like uh, subpar, if it's anything less than great, then it's gonna be like, oh, do we still support this? <laughs> so like, I have I have I have high hopes. I'm trying to bring my hopes back down from all the hype because. I don't want to have high hopes and then go in there and be critiquing every little thing. Yeah. I want to I want to go in and just enjoy it for what it is. Yeah. Um Yeah, so hopefully hopefully that turns out well. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> but I am stunting though. I'm oh yes. Stunt. I'm I'm borrowing something from some Nigerian. <laughs> like seriously. Yeah, I said I was going to I said I was going to do that, but 
I just gotta be a, as American as I can be because that's where I'm at right now, and I'm just gonna all black it. Yeah, there you go. BPP, black yep. the party up. Yep, yep. And you gonna get a beret? You know, I don't know. <laughs> uh, now that you mention it, I might mess around and do it because I got I got some uh, black round shades that I'm really like about to bust out in this movie theater. <laughs> Um, take them off and switch them with my regular glasses when I, the movie actually plays, but I'm about to stunt. You know, the thing is, shades indoors are only for stunting purposes anyway. They truly unless are. You're like, unless you really have an eye problem going on. <laughs> but they're for stunting, so. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm totally here for that. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, I wanted to say for Color Girls, I'm actually really excited about it because I've, um, I was first introduced to this choreo poem. Uh, during a hard time for my family, hmm. uh, my grandfather had just gone to the hospital for his last time. And uh, I don't know why that's red. <laughs> what? It'll end in 3, 2, 1. <laughs> so the red thing turns out to be the podcast turning off. <laughs> so we get five minute increments um, in the app that we're using. Um, it's an anchor app. So. We get five minute increments, so we'll try to um, keep it flowing and cohesive as we like uh, readjust every five minutes or so. We're learning. We're learning. Yeah, it's a learning process. Um, but anyway, I was saying that I first read this choreo poem. Uh, my mom gave me the book actually um, as we were heading to the hospital for my grandfather for the last time, and I was reading it as we would wait in between like meeting with the doctor and getting to visit him. Um, so it was like a real heavy time, but also the poems in there, I don't know. They just were so colorful, uh, no pun intended. Mm -hmm. There was very colorful and a really drab time in life. And as I got to like see, as I got to see like these people and characters and situations coming to life, um, I also, um, anticipated the Tyler Perry movie for Color Girls because mm -hmm. that was around that same time so I was anticipating that but I read the choreo poem which blew me away and I was wondering to myself how's he gonna make this into a movie because all he does is the Medea stuff which is very different from for Color Girls if you ever read it like the Medea if you see Medea and you see this you'd be like I don't know yeah you don't want to make a mockery of it yeah yeah it wasn't gonna be a joke and like honestly um I was wondering how they did it on stage as well because it tells you in the choreo poem like the little actions that go with the poems and things like that and what color is saying what thing. But honestly, I think the Tyler Perry movie did really well. Um, it's one of my in, one of my ones in my collection right now just because they did so well in the in the actresses on there. Beastie actresses, bro. I need to watch it again. It's been a long time since I've seen the movie, um, but I do remember thinking like the actresses like they had they had like felicia rashad in there I yeah know, i remember that yes um the class the classy felicia rashad who played the woman in white like sanctification holy um but also played the woman oh also was like a not not a colored woman she was in mm -hmm. black right, 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 right and she also played the woman in white whenever her and Whoopi kind of tag teamed on that role Whoopi. Whoopi I, in there. I didn't even remember that <laughs> Whoopi was in there. Whoopi, Tessa Thompson was in there, and that was when uh, I think m more of the other world was just getting exposed to her. But Tessa Thompson been in it. She was in last Marvel movie, uh, Thor, and we're waiting for oh, that to keep yes. popping off because Tessa yes. Tessa is hitting strong, and she did Dear White People. Yes, she did. Yeah, yeah. She did Dear White People. Look, I'm following Tessa. I low key love her. So if she ever hears this, like whatever, like, <laughs> come and visit. 
seriously call in call in <laughs> um and then just all those people in that in that movie oh and uh kimberly always crying uh chick that's always crying every movie she's in <laughs> you know who i'm talking about i think i know who you're talking what's about. her name i call her kimberly what's her real name is that her real name i don't know um she's so famous because she she was in wait uh <laughs> woman thou art loose crying <laughs> she was in uh girlfriends for an episode crying <laughs> she's in she was in for color girls and i knew she was gonna be crying because that woo, and she cried so she cried so well she cried so well y'all like that's, that's, that's if, good you acting. Hire, if you if i see her in a movie i know she's gonna be crying <laughs> and i know it's gonna be for something deep too so like that's all i that's all i think when i see her but yeah i like the movie but we watched the the choreo poem at um, Obsidian Theater in Houston. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, it was it was phenomenal to say the least. Um, phenomenal. Uh, so this choreo poem is originally written by Intazaki Shange. Which can we just pause on the name? <laughs> like, so this is not the name she was born with, and I don't know, like, what events in her life led to her to change her name to this. Well, it was the seventies. Uh, okay, so like the enough, enough the said, right? Like, enough said. But this name is like it's it's so black. It's it's it feels so like black. it's super cultured, mm-hmm. and I just want to say it over and over again. And so much meaning. There might be so much meaning. And you know, I don't even know. We should look that up before we even look. Uh, should looked up like what her name meant. Um, we but we did watch it there, and honestly, the Obsidian Theater was going off of donations, and they had a whole little snack bar and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Real intimate um, setting. It was pretty cool, and it was it filled up pretty good. I I would say, it probably held about a hundred people. Yeah, and it was mostly full. Mm-hmm. So. With a a mix of like uh, different ethnicities in there, so that was also and ages. Youth. Like it it was old folks, young folks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. This 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 app is something something special, but we're gonna roll with it. We're gonna this roll might be it. our last one on this app, but we'll still keep the show going. <laughs> okay, so uh, yeah, the place was pretty. It was real intimate setting. It was pretty mm-hmm. packed out, mm-hmm. um, and it was very minimal, like props and stage presence. Yeah, um, which was great because the performance was like amazing and so yeah like seriously all those girls um all of them the director whoever was a part of it like they did an awesome job yeah stage director director um the talent like they did great um i i didn't know what to expect um i honestly expected a bigger place Mm, yeah um but to see like the the small stage i was like well they better come with it and they talent did. better come with it and um, they did one thing i wasn't expecting and i know like i know it's supposed to be a part of the show but what i wasn't expecting was for them all to sing I, and they were all dancing all singing all dancing and all acting their little tails off yeah i didn't expect that either they came out uh with four women also a favorite of mine if you don't know like Everything is my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> but if I don't like something, I will let you know very strongly it's trash. But Four Women by Nina Simone, God, my God. That song alone um, is something really deep and special. So if you have a chance, go listen to Four Women by Nina Simone. Um, and they came out and did their own kind of rendition of it. But I thought it fit perfectly with the idea of uh, colored women um, in the, like, Honestly, what I see is unity in that, unification in that. Um, 
amongst this work, amongst the uh, four women. Um, like it shows all these different aspects of life with them and like why mm -hmm. they are um, reacting to the world that they are. Um, I guess we are because we're black women. So yeah, yeah. Um, I thought I thought it was just great. The music, the musicality of it. They had some Clark scissors in there for your religious folks. Yes. Yeah, so okay. it's my living in vain. to say. No, 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 no. <laughs> okay, so let's let's, let's okay. break this down. So you're talking about Nina Simone. Let's talk about the just the musicality of it. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. like literally every girl could sing. Like every one of them. every girl could sing. There and was, the smallest one had the best, had the voice. highest. Like she was so little, low key kind of Mariah Carey vibes. Like she was up there with the with the whistles and you know. But girl <laughs> had more voice than she had body. <laughs> And I was like, where is it coming from? And, My God. And this was Lady in What's her name? Orange. Raven? Her name was Raven, and she played the Lady in Orange in this yes. particular one. Yes. The Lady in Brown, though, what's her name? The um, Lady in Brown. Was it Sarah? Yeah, Sarah. Oh, my goodness. Woo! She, her voice, like, it came from the innermost of your soul. Like, came if you could see me. of her toenails. If you could toenails. see me, I'm, like, at my uterus. <laughs> <laughs> Where life come from. Like, her voice was so soulful and deep mm -hmm. and, like, full. It was beautiful. You know who's, uh, if you ever go see it at the Obsidian Theater, um, and you see, uh, what's that girl? Sonya D. Gooden. That girl can spit poetry like nobody. Yes, Not she can. In, and I've done, I've done spoken word before, and I've been to the shows and stuff like that. Sonya, Sonya D. Sonya D. Gooden. Uh, <laughs> I was like, girl, do a show. Yeah. You're a spoken word artist. No, like, seriously. come on out here. Yeah. I mean, I know there's like with with this particular choreo poem. I think there was. You needed to have spoken word talent. Yes. You needed to have it because that's honestly what the show was. It was spoken word wrapped with movement mm -hmm. um, and wrapped with a cohesive like um, theme. The theme of like the color, the different colors like popping out and being a different representation or stage of life or situation in life. So we can talk about that in a second, like which each color kind of represented. Yeah. Which. Yes. Okay. Okay. So starting out what what representations did you see from the different colors as far as stages in life so um i'm i'm like mixing up all the different uh like versions i've seen but um you know what let me stop <laughs> <laughs> let me stop before i mess up because i'm really thinking about the tyler perry movie like nobody's business um let me think about it for a second okay hold on Sorry. Okay, so I remember the um, lady in blue mm -hmm. um, who was played by Anna Maria Morris. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. She the uh, she uh, was supposed to be Afro Latina because uh, she did the poem Marengue from Harlem, right? And blah blah blah. She also did from Harlem too. She just she said I used to be in the world, but now my world is six blocks. I love that piling up by the on way. itself. I love it. It was so real and like, it was it was low key kind of relatable. If you've ever been, if you ever felt like you've been stuck in a place uh, with the world going on around you, but for for whatever reason you're stuck in this place in your neighborhood in your block. Yes, like, it was super relatable. Yeah, and honestly, I think what what hits me when I hear that that Harlem poem. Uh, or it's it's really called. I used to live in a world. Mm -hmm. I used to live in a world. Mm -hmm. 
and it was the, the line rings out. Um, I used to live in the world, but now I live in Harlem, and my world is six blocks. And I thought, I thought about, I thought about um, when I was younger, the the people around me that lived in um, Waco with me. Um, our world was condensed to Waco. Mm. And it was, and so the small town trap would constantly happen where people would be like, I have these aspirations, but what, you get pregnant, you start selling drugs, or you just get stuck in like, oh, I can't move out, or whatever, whatever the sense yeah. may be. <clears throat> uh, maybe it's mental, maybe it is situational, maybe it's whatever, a mix of the both. Um, but at the end of the day, our world was our block. Yeah. Um, and it's and it's crazy how deep that runs, and I think that goes for anybody in in any like hood. Like this is my this is my area, this is my home mentality, and I must rep that with all that I am. Yeah. Um. Like you kind of get stuck. Yeah. Think. I mean, even where we are right now. So currently, I live in Fifth Ward, small little neighborhood uh, subdivision, I guess, in Houston, Texas, and a lot of these people, I'm sure, have been living here. For most of their lives, yeah. And if you know anything about the wards in Houston, um, Fifth Ward is probably one of the... Overlooked, uh, not taking... Yeah, it's definitely... Politically overlooked. For sure. And it doesn't look nice. It's not, you know, it's kind of an eyesore. Um, And you can tell, like, the city um, just doesn't have any interest to make it look better. Mm. Um, They don't want to invest in the area. No. And so, but, like, and so I can't really speak for these people because I, I was not raised in Fifth Ward. Mm-hmm. But I could imagine that some of them may feel the same way that this poem represents of, you know, being in a big city like Houston, but... Also trapped in your circumstance. Exactly. Maybe not having access to get out of what Fifth Ward brings them. Mm-hmm. And, <clears throat> and I just want to say, like, after Harvey hit seeing Fifth Ward in places like this where they've been constantly overlooked and that people are trying to gentrify currently. I'm like, woo, Harvey is moving that process up, moving that process along, which is devastating to think about and frustrating also. But, hey, it's the reality of the world we live in. Yeah. Um, but moving forward, um, man. What other poems stood out? Because there were some, like, fire Girl, ones. I don't know why I loved all the Afro-Latina poems. <laughs> I'm not Afro-Latina at all. Um, I swear up and down that I low-key can speak Spanish, but I can't. I can only listen in Spanish. Um, Sajita? Sachita? Woo, that girl! Okay, so how they did Sachita was they had the, the lady the lady in purple was saying the poem very with, like, so much heart and stuff in there. And like I said, the lady in purple, uh, Sonia D. Sonia D. Gooden, um, was speaking the poem, and then they had uh, the lady in yellow who was played by... Estee Burks mm-hmm. um, and she came out and danced to it. Now this poem was Sakita coming into the coming into a party and dealing with all of the outward looks that people give to her whether it was oh she's fine or oh she's too black or whatever it may be and she just had to build confidence in spite of what the outside world was saying. But also... Wait, correction. It was the lady in green that was dancing to it. Oh, my fault. It was the lady in green. You're right. Played by Destiny Mosley. Okay. You're right. Keep going. Right. All right, keep going. But, uh, so, this girl was dancing, moving, stone cold faced, and the lady in purple is giving all of her insight and all of her, uh, what she's going through as mm-hmm. she's, like, dealing with the, 
uh, Words of People. So, Suchisa I loved. Another poems, I'm just list some of the poems that I really liked um, that I saw that night and also just that stand out to me. Um, graduation Night. Graduation, graduation Night, the story in and of itself is great and fantastic and fun. Um, mm -hmm. And real cute. <laughs> now I Love Somebody More. Woo! I think because. I don't remember that one. It was the girl, it was the <clears throat> same lady in blue. Um, Afro Latina, she was like, um, Te quiero más que. Te quiero ah, más que. Ah, ah. And it was just about how she had this passion um, in music and stuff, and she used it to characterize like her passion for dance. Um, but then she realized she loved this guy more than she loved dance. Mm. And if you hear the poem, you like dance was everything to her. It built her up and like that's where she lived in. That was her world. And then this guy became her world and um, she was just declaring how much she loved him more than anything. So I, I enjoyed that. Not that I've ever been in love, but <laughs> it's the, coming. The thought of it. Ah! Okay, so. I'm going to take a, 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 a somber approach because for some reason, like, the real, like, uh, sad ones stand out most to me. Um, <laughs> but I just like, I just like when they're really, really deep. So, mm -hmm. like, somebody almost walked off with all of my stuff. Um, I think that was... I still remember Loretta Devine doing that poem, On for Color Girls. Oh, my goodness. So, this was by the lady in... The what? lady in green, I think, did it. The lady in green... Uh, for for the for yes. the poem that we we saw on stage, a choreo poem that we saw on stage, she did it. Yes, Lady in Green, Destiny Bros. So she like had real life tears by the time she was done real with this. Real life tears, and I was just like, it was so one, beautiful. The poem itself was like ama amazing. Um, uh, just just talking about like. To me, it was like talking about giving literally mm -hmm. all parts of you to someone that does not deserve it. Mm. And she made like uh, inanimate objects into nouns uh, or into, I, I guess that's right. Um, um, or but she gave them like personality. <laughs> she gave inanimate objects like personality and like she was demanding that she would take you know, she would take repossession of her stuff. Um, and just, like, the way she performed it, like, I was, like, her acting Superb. was so good. And afterwards, when the play was over and we got to talk to her a little bit, she's only a sophomore in college. Like, Go, a sophomore! So I'm really excited for her career, whatever that looks like going forward. Yeah. I hope that she pursues either if, it, if it's just theater or, you know, mainstream acting. Cause she she got it. Whatever it is, she got it. <laughs> yeah, she was. Oh oh, she just got that stone cold face. But also like that girl can cry when she wants. I like it. Yeah. Um. Also the poem, uh, another poem that also stood out to me. It was right before, uh, somebody walked off with all my stuff. Um. Oh, I'm sorry. Two before right that one. It was the pyramid poem. Mm. Uh. By and the lady in orange did it. The little uh, little girl that can real sing, mm -hmm. really sing. Mm -hmm. Um. She did it. Um, well, actually, she acted in The Lady in uh, Purple. I don't know who did. Anyway, when the, uh, the pyramid. It's when uh, these, it was like three sisters, mm -hmm. like a pyramid, like ends of a pyramid so connected, um, and they get divided by this guy. Mm -hmm. That hit home in a, in a, not be, not because like, um, I've given up friendships over men, but 
because I have like really dear friends. Like these are dear friends of mine. I wouldn't like for a guy to get in between any of my me and any of my friends. I'm like, yo, hold up. Like it has to be something real. And so to feel the depths of that in this poem. Yeah. Um, and the betrayals, and then finding out that that nigga cheating on everybody. I'm yes. sorry, can I say that? <laughs> we will allow it. <laughs> he was cheating on everybody, so nobody like like dude was a player, and so I was like, man, y'all just the it was the pyramid was about the destruction of a friendship. It was yeah. about the decay of a friendship more so than it was about that guy. Um, and real quick, I just want to to just put out there a night with Bo Willie Brown. That was probably the hardest one. Mm. Uh, I rem that's the one, if I remember any of them, I remember that one in the movie. But also just in the play and uh, just the storytelling of a woman, you know, dealing with an uh, abusive man mm. and mm. how he had no regard for anything aside from himself. Okay, so yeah, this dude had no regard for anyone but himself to the point that not only was he abusing the woman but he had no regard for their two children mm. and as the poem was it was it was really cool like you were re really following the story but just seeing like being able to kind of see the woman going through like the decision in her mind of to get away from him and then to let the kids be close to him and then it's like you just knew there was something bad about to happen and by the end of the poem well I don't want to spoil it if you haven't seen it but but in the poem, it just gets real devastating, um, like unheard of. And it low-key makes me think of someone really close to me that has um, a history of dating really terrible guys. Mm. And she is also a mother. And so I just think about not only her, but especially her children because they're all young under 10 mm -hmm. and just the exposure that they have had in their short lives with these terrible guys and god forbid something like this would happen to them but it just kind of hit home in that way mm -hmm. um yeah. so it was it was really beautiful um and sad at the same time mm -hmm. um to see that kind of played out in that way yeah like the voice carried I was in the bathroom at the time because I could not I did not time it well um so I didn't see anything but I heard everything yeah. um because I had tried to walk out when the lights were off again instead of like just because it was a really intimate spot um and by the way this was done by the lady in red Kimberly Hicks awesome awesome job so listen I think the whatever the lady in brown in Tyler Perry's for Color Girls. That was her name is Kimberly. I don't know what her last name is. We're we gonna figure it out. We're gonna figure it out. We gonna, anyway, we're gonna um, plug it in the next one. <laughs> anyway, uh, I heard everything. It's one of my favorite poems from the choreo for the choreo poem. If you read it from the movie and even to this play, the uh, emotion mm, yes that gets conveyed in that story. Um, yeah, like even just hearing it, like I didn't see anything, just hearing it. I was like, these actresses did great. Shange wrote great. Yeah. Um, and real quick plug to the director of this particular play, Miss um, Debrina Sandifer. Mm -hmm. um, awesome, awesome job. Yeah, uh-huh. And the stage manager, Miss manager, Goodman. Yes. Uh, Krishanda. 
Yes, everything was. I, I mean, like you could, you could tell that work was put into this. Yeah, like, real good. Um. Also, just as we're like shouting out people, uh, so f- usually when I think of for color girls like the choreo poem, seeing it on stage and stuff, and even, um, just anything, I would assume that the costumes would be really dramatic. Like you know, I'm the lady in red, mm-hmm. or you, I got red wrapped curtains around me, or something like that. But what they did in this one was that everybody was in black with accents of their color mm-hmm. in their um costume in their wardrobe mm-hmm. um whether it be hair or nails or jewelry shoestrings, yeah. jewelry mm-hmm. like just things like that mm-hmm. um the jewelry's beastie by the way want to give a shout out to exposure yes which is my mother-in-law hey Woo! like honestly has fire jewelry um fire like accessories yeah period and they're so unique um, and I think it fit perfectly because each girl needed to stand out as unique since the costumes were so similar in that they were all black. Mm-hmm. And so they needed to stand out. And I thought they did it perfectly. Yeah. Um, just mm-hmm. letting um, the accessories really be the attention getter, like from the style of hair to what's in the hair to uh, makeup to everything. Um, so final thoughts that you have? Final thoughts um so we have this rubric system that we're gonna do um (laughs) we're gonna this one or this one let's do let's do uh so you can since it's like a choreo poem it's kind of hard because we have one for books like a and one for film so we're like hey go watch it i suggest you watch this yes i suggest you watch it pay pay for the ticket yes it's worth it it is absolutely worth it and bring friends like yes it's so good this is one that you can watch with friends like you're gonna watch black Panther with friends go watch this one even your white friends okay yeah we had a white friend with us (laughs) yeah shout out to james for coming yes Yes. (laughs) white male um but i suggest you watch it i suggest you buy it yeah if if, if you ever get the opportunity to buy this invest twice Yeah, Um, so definitely watch it. Definitely uh, buy the movie. Yeah, and if you've already seen the movie, watch it again. Yeah, just watch it. I have it. So if you come to my house, we'll watch it. I'm fine with that. (laughs) I I need to do that, actually. Uh, (laughs) I will come to your house to watch the movie. Yeah! You can cook something, too. If you you come to my house to watch a movie, bring something to eat. There you go. Um, It's a fine exchange. Yeah. Um... Let me see your kitchen first, though. You know, I'm talking to the people out there. D, you're fine, but everybody else, you, buy something and bring it. Um, so, yeah. Um, I mean, I hope y'all enjoyed this. This is our first time we are novices at this. Never mm-hmm. done this podcast before. Um, but we enjoyed it. It was yeah. fun. And um, I hope that you can see or hear um, our enjoyment in it that we're actually reviewing things that we really do like and we want people to invest in as well mm-hmm. um so that is our our hope with this yeah um next week or in two weeks will be black panther um reviewing it it'll y'all i mean there's if not, you don't watch it before you <clears throat> listen to this podcast, there will be spoilers. Yeah, I'm not gonna. D is trying to hold back for y'all, but I will spoil. I will spoil stuff. Yeah, and I do that because you have the opportunity. It's it's media. This Turn it true. off. Put this, it on pause. This is true. Because we'll put the. I mean, we'll have the title. Yeah. So that's right. If you if you haven't seen it, just don't listen to the podcast first, but listen to the podcast afterwards. There you go. Um. All right. We out of here. So we out. <laughs>